Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel. I'm a board-certified gynecologist, obstetrician gynecologist in New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. This is GYN Corner. Thank you for joining me. So today, well, let me start off with yesterday. Yesterday, I spoke about uterine prolapse, and I gave the um, kind of the basic baseline information on, on uterine or pelvic prolapse. So when most people think of prolapse, they think of just the uterus, but it's actually the entire pelvic floor or the pelvic organs that can potentially prolapse. And prolapse is a word that we use to really um, refer to a herniation or a collapse of the pelvic organs through the pelvic floor. So yesterday I gave the details on the pelvic floor and um, the kind of the etiology or the reasoning or the, the rationale for why and how the pelvic organs can prolapse or fall through the pelvic floor and out of the body. The pelvic organs are three. It's the bladder, the uterus with the attached cervix and the rectum or the intestinal um, organs. Those are the organs that lie in the true pelvis. The true pelvis is contained within the bony uh, walls of the pelvis. Now, the pelvic floor consists of muscles which act kind of like a sling or a trampoline to keep the pelvic organs inside the body despite all of the activities that we do on a daily basis, running, jumping, climbing, all of those activities exert a lot of force and pressure inside of our abdomen and pelvic cavities and they could potentially push the organs out of the holes that are in the pelvic floor. The holes of the pelvic floor are the urethra, the vagina, and the rectum. So those are three weak points of the pelvic floor, but the muscles act as a trampoline and all of the organs have ligaments or suspensory tissues that keep them contained in the pelvis. But as I stated yesterday, repetitive exertion or intra-abdominal and intra-pelvic intra pressure puts a lot of force over time on the pelvic floor or the muscles of the pelvis and they can weaken those muscles and they can allow those organs to collapse or to fall through those orifices or those weakened areas of the pelvis that's called prolapse. We divvy the pelvis into three areas or three compartments. The first compartment is the anterior compartment that consists of the, of the bladder. Second compartment is the middle compartment and that's the uterus. And the third compartment is the posterior compartment that's the rectum. So I'll speak about the anterior compartment today. Uh, the bladder uh, lies on the pelvic floor and it has sphincters or muscles which tighten it closed and allow it to relax open so that one can urinate. 
if the pelvic muscle is weak and the bladder starts to collapse or fall below that pelvic floor it can cause urinary problems so the first problem it can cause is that with any kind of exertion the bladder falls below the pelvic floor, that sphincter doesn't have the extra support that it needs to keep the bladder closed, and there's loss of urine. We call that stress incontinence. So incontinence is loss of urine, and stress is a force. So any kind of intra-abdominal pelvic force causes loss of the urine. Uh, that can occur on kind of a small level or it can occur on a larger level. So if it's just the urethra and a little bit of the sphincter that starts to fall through, it would only be um, urinary loss with a lot of force. So say someone is lifting a heavy box or they have a coughing bout. As the pelvic muscle becomes weaker and weaker and more of the bladder and the urethra with the associated sphincter starts to fall through with any kind of force or pressure, there's more urinary loss with less provocation. So it may go from lifting something heavy, 25 pounds or more, or having a coughing fit in the winter, to if you sneeze, you start to lose urine, or even if you stand up from a sitting position, you can use, lose urine. If you walk upstairs, you can lose urine. Um, if you bend over to tie your shoes or stand up from tying your shoes, you can lose urine. So the provocation becomes less and less uh, as that sphincter falls through the pelvic floor and the lower portion of the bladder is no longer contained in the pelvis, it's falling out of the pelvis downward. Now that can be seen, so that's going to be the symptom that one experiences. It can also be seen because the bladder will start to fall through um, the vaginal, you'll start to see the bulging of the, of the bladder through the anterior or the front part of the vaginal wall. So we call that a cystocele because cyst means bladder and a seal means uh, a pocket or a bulge. So we see a bulge of the bladder through the front part or the anterior portion of the vaginal wall because the bladder sits in front of the vagina and in front of the uterus. So we don't actually, you don't see the bladder falling through the urethra. You see it falling through the opening of the pelvis where the urethra comes out and as it falls through that, it falls or, uh, or lies backwards, which causes an anterior bulge of the vaginal wall or what we call a cystocele. And there are varying degrees of cystoceles, mild, moderate, severe, primary, secondary, tertiary. And that just is um, a reflection of how large and how much of the bladder is falling into the vagina. And if it gets very severe, it won't just fall into the vagina when she coughs or sneezes or even just bears down maybe to have a bowel movement. Um, you'll see the bulge of the bladder through that front part of the vaginal wall pooching out of the vagina. You can see it just coming out of the body completely. So that's a severe cystocele or um, a complete prolapse of that bladder wall or bladder muscle. 
and um, I'm going to end right there today on the uh, anterior compartment prolapse or the cystocele which comprises the bladder and the dissociated urethra. Tomorrow I'll be back and I'll speak about diagnostic um, evaluation testing and treatment for the cystocele. Thank you for joining me here at GYN Corner. This is Dr. McDaniel. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City. Please check out the office website. It's called Midtown GYN because we're in Midtown Manhattan. We're just a little west of the Empire State Building and around the corner from Penn Station and Macy's. Please come on by if you're in the area. I'd love to see uh, viewers or listeners to these platforms. And please like, subscribe, and follow so you can get a heads up on when the presentations are coming out and what the presentation will be. If you check out the YouTube channel that's also called GYN Corner, you'll see the talks are nicely delineated so you can just pick the talk you want to hear. And then we also have the podcast. Guess what it's called? It's called GYN Corner. So check out the podcast because again, everything's nicely delineated and classified. And we're on eight eight different platforms for the podcast. Most popular are the Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Be back tomorrow. That's hump day. Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. All things health related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.